Hi, welcome to another edition of The Revelation. It's an ongoing series where we are taking the book of Revelation in big bite-sized chunks and not doing a verse-by-verse -verse breakdown, but spending some time looking at some of the bigger themes. By the time this series is over with, we'll be at uh, some 60 episodes, maybe 60 plus. Um, this would be episode number 35. Let me read to you out of Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 to 11. If you have your Bibles or an app open, um, you can follow along. It says this, Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now have come the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of His Messiah. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters, who accuses them before our God day and night, has been hurled down. They triumphed over Him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. They did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death. This is a moment when on Patmos, John is now seeing a vision of Satan being hurled from heaven, silencing the accuser in some ways. Satan is a mystery uh, to many people. Uh, and because we don't know enough about Satan or we don't pay enough attention to Satan, we sometimes accidentally place ourselves at his disposal. Um, by thinking about him too much or not thinking about him enough. And the Bible, the Bible is really good about reminding us that while it appears that Satan has full reign against believers, he doesn't. His power is limited and he can be overcome. In Revelation, we see Satan's downward spiral from heaven to earth and then from earth to the abyss and finally from the abyss into the lake of fire. Now to understand completely Satan and who he is, you got to go all the way back to the story of Job. And there you see Satan, um, through, though he's been expelled from heaven, he still has access to God's throne. He goes before God and he makes a request uh, about how he wants to impact Job's life as a test. Yet despite Satan's attacks, Job remained faithful, just as God said he would. In Revelation 12:10, it says, uh, he is the accuser of our brothers and sisters. But as followers of God, we have an advocate, Jesus, the righteous one. And so he defends us against the accusations of the accuser. He defends us against the, the things that Satan might want to do to us. Um, when Satan is thrown out of heaven, there's great rejoicing that takes place, uh, perhaps led by the martyrs described in Revelation 6, 9 through 10. We've already been down that road. But even in their deaths, the martyrs have overcome Satan in three ways. By the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and by loving God more than life itself. And that gives us the model of how we defeat Satan today in our own lives. He's defeated by the blood of the Lamb. Satan has no grounds on which to accuse any follower of doing anything. Um, by word of their testimony, um, we give praise and Glory to God, who is greater than Satan. And so that, too, pushes him back. And by loving God more than life itself, um, when you love God more than anything else, Satan has no power or authority over you. And so that is a tricky passage in the book of Revelation. But it's a passage where John catches a glimpse of what took place, and he has no framework to have ever seen that before. 
And so his description of it, while it is vivid, also is a powerful reminder of the fact that we are facing an accuser in Satan who is already defeated and knows it. But because he knows it, he fights even harder. Because he knows he can't win. So the small wins that he picks up are by those that he can deceive and draw away from God. That's what motivates Satan. He's evil. God has given us what we need to find victory in our life. And so we'll come back next time and continue our look at the revelation, see what we might discover about who God is and what he has called us to be. And as the Bible promises, when you read Revelation, you'll be blessed. Be blessed this day.